Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 42, Selling During a Pandemic. So today we're going to talk about what it means to be a small business owner during this time, during this really scary time that we are all facing. So I hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... Um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so how you doing? That's what I feel like asking so many teacherpreneurs out there, because I don't know about you, but it's like... There are just moments of really feeling very lonely. So I, I look forward to to hopping on the podcast and feeling like I'm talking to somebody. Hopefully I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> it's just, it feels like a lot. And I know it's a lot for all of us. And we are all in it together, which is, there's a comfort in that and knowing that that helps, that helps me. I hope that that helps you too. And I hope that you are staying healthy and you are staying well and you are staying uplifted because this can be a really a really tough tough time like not only are we worried about about being well about being healthy and not getting sick but we also are worried about like what happens financially to small businesses and to hourly wage workers and to to so many people actually to so so many people it's it's you know there the fear is real like there's a fear of of being, you know, being healthy and, and well, you know, staying that way and like of getting sick, there's that fear. And then there's also the fear of like, what are you, what are you going to do about your livelihood? I had Rob Phelan on the show. I don't know, it's been a while, like, I can't remember what episode I'll link to it in the show notes. So and he talks about um, financial freedom and talks about like having a plan. Very smart, some very smart things that he t- discusses on the podcast. And I think that that's you know a really good thing to remember because in times like this when you have a plan in place and when you have a, some leeway you know that you can you know you can overcome or you can survive you know for in situations like this and then and other time you know for others um, even including myself like I was just coming out of kind of a um, recovery period and. I um, am, you know, not prepared. So I'm not prepared. I have not done some of the things that he advised. And so I find myself, you know, like thinking that that's scary, that that's really scary. And so then the question comes to like, do we sell during a pandemic? Like, do you, how comfortable do you feel about that, especially in the line of, of, business or work that we are in, like as teachers, you know, either still in the classroom or still in a school or, or even out of the classroom. Like you, you start to think, you know, what, 
like we have that that giving mentality and we want to step jump in and come to the rescue and it's like it's that's you know you at the same time you're like I've got to I've got to run my business too so I think I think that's really what I want to talk about a little bit today because it you know we we it's so hard we like we end up shaming each other other teachers shame us and that makes it so much more difficult to, to know exactly what you want to do with your own business. So what if you don't have a plan or what if you think, how am I going to like normally, and I'll be honest with you, May is like a very good month for me. So May gets me through June and July. And knowing that we may not be back in school and that most likely we won't be and teachers probably won't be buying in the, at the same rate that they normally do in May is is frightening. Like that's, a, that's scary for me. And I'm sure that many of you are feeling exactly the same way. And I'm only being honest because I feel like <laughs> what's the point of not being honest, first of all? And secondly, it's like we're, you know, maybe if you understand what this feels like, you, you'll, you'll know that you're not alone. So, um, if you, if you are in that situation, like, what do you do from here? And even if you're not, even if you're not in that situation, like, what do you do when it comes to selling during, during a a crisis? And I think that there's something that we, like, I think there's two ways of thinking about it. And first of all, I think that we have to be, I think we have to be okay with offering our materials and still, still charging for them because, you know, toilet paper and paper towels and chicken and all the things that are not in the stores, they're, they're currently like, we're not, we're not getting them for free. We are still paying for them. And so for me, I feel like I want to still provide resources and uh, for teachers who have to do everything online, all of a sudden their whole entire classrooms are online and they don't know what to do. And for me, I have felt like I want to be really sensitive to what's going on. So I'm not going to make like a giant, you know, probably a giant print and go packet. And maybe, you know, I would, but I'm going to be really careful about my pricing. I'm going to be extremely considerate. I already feel like my pricing is fair. And and but now I'm like okay I'm gonna make it a little bit less and some people pro- might disagree with that they might think no you still charge what what it's worth but I for me it just feels like I want to be I just feel uncomfortable and I think we have to do what makes you feel comfortable I think you give away as much as you can comfortably give and we we are extremely sensitive to the needs of teachers because they are in a tough, tough situation. There are many districts that are not providing anything for them. And it's overwhelming. It's completely overwhelming. My Even my district thinks that they're doing this great job because they have an online learning management system called Schoology. But, they, but we haven't done really anything with it for the last however many years, which is very, really frustrating. And now it's like, oh, well, you have this platform, just figure it out. And I think that that is you know, that's a lot. And, and teachers have their own kids at home too, where they have to homeschool them. And it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It can be really overwhelming. So I, you know, I created a, a packet for teachers and I gave it away for free. And it was a large, very large packet. And it was a week of digital plans that they could use and share. And I created videos to help them understand how to use Google Drive and Google Classroom. And I've been doing read alouds daily with standards based, you know, standard, like focusing on a standard or two. And, 
And so I feel like in that way, I feel like I've given, I've given, and then my friends and family, I've just given things to. And, and so I think that uh, that feels comfortable to me. I can't give away my entire store. I can't give away everything, but I'm happy to make things. And I have been scrambling to make things to help teachers because I think that that's something to keep in mind too. Like I still want to serve my audience. I want to serve my teachers because I know that they're in a hard place and I want to be the person that they come back to. I want them to remember um, that I was there during a really hard time for them and that I showed up and I offered, you know, support and some of it was free, but some of it was paid resources. I do have a decent amount of, of Google products. And so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thankful for that. And I, I'm not going to go in my store and totally mark up the price. And I'm not going to do something that that feels unethical to me. But again, like, I don't want to sound judgmental, because we people have to survive. But I think as long as I don't let the fear creep in and really like overrule me, because I've been in that I've been in that fear before I've faced that fear before. And it was scary. It was a scary place. And it's one of scarcity. And scarcity does not look good on me. And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like my authentic self. And it bothers me. So I try not to ever have that mindset. I want to have a mindset of abundance. And I believe that I believe in in, in giving to others. Sometimes I, I want I used to wonder, like, you know, like I used to actually pray about it. And I'm like, why, why am I not the person that has like a ton of money because I would give so much to others. And then I'm like, well, that's very selfish of me to even ask. So, <laughs> so I have to watch, I have to watch that too. But, um, but the thing, the thing about selling during this time is that we are, you know, offering a product to a cost to our customers, to our t teachers, and we are contributing to the economy when we do things like that, because the economy, as we know, is like basically bottoming out. And we it's going to we need we'll have to rebuild, like it will take rebuilding. And, and being able to, to offer a service and and be compensated for that, that's part of rebuilding. So I think it's important for us to remember that as well. And I, th I think that I think it's, it's okay not to panic and and not to allow fear to like completely overrule us. And it's okay to create new even new resources and put them out there for teachers to help them during this difficult time. So that's kind of how I feel about selling during a pandemic. Not that I think that um, that we gouge people. I think we use best practices. I think we continue to be the generous people that we are because I feel like that we this that certain gen, you know commonality is is existent existent was that the word I'm looking for exists among I can't I can't think exists among teachers and so I think we I think a lot of times we find that and I think that's special about us so I think we continue to focus on that but we also don't feel ashamed or shame or you know feel like we can't offer or offer things for a, a price because that is part of our our business and it is some of our only livelihood and 
again, we are contributing to the economy. And I think that's an important thing to remember. And we are offering a service. And we are not expecting restaurants to give away food for free. And we're not expecting grocery stores. And so we can't expect teachers to give everything away for free as well. I think off, I think a lot of people have offered a lot of time and a lot of resources. And I think that's extremely generous. And I hope that we will be remembered for that. And I also hope that that parents will really appreciate <laughs> appreciate their teachers because I have heard so many people are like I don't know what to do with my with my child and I don't know you know and they're and they have only been doing this for a few days and I and like you know I don't have daycare for my child oh if I hear that one more time I'm like school is not daycare we are not a glorified babysitter so I think that those are things that people are going to remember as well. And I, I hope they do. I hope that I know that things will change from here on going forward. And I, I think that some things are going to change for the better. And I, I honestly believe that. And I, and I know for myself that I'm going to really, like I was already working out of my recovery time period. So I'm going to continue to like do the best I can to to never find myself in a situation where I don't have and I think people say like three months of your salary but I I just heard on a podcast you should have like if you're an entrepreneur you should have 18 months of a of your salary and I was like wow so I, I think that's a good I think that's good because with things like this not that this has ever happened in my lifetime but if things you know, for any kind of emergency, you are prepared, you will not be just destroyed or ruined financially. And so I think that that's a smart idea, at least I, I'm going to maybe cut that in half nine months, <laughs> at least nine months, I think that would be I think that would be okay. So hang in there. Because, you know, we're, we're not alone. We're not, we're not all failing in a vacuum. And we are, and I, I believe that failure is, is just success turned inside out. And so if it feels like you're failing right now, then you're, you've just, it's just success. We just haven't felt it yet. And so I, I wanted to share that and I wanted to just share a kind of a rambling bit of like, you know, things about selling. And I just wanted you to know that you're not alone and I've said this in the virtual learning party group, and I'm going to say it again. If you find yourself feeling like you're alone or isolated because you don't have a lot of family in the house with you, then um, reach out. I'm happy to. I'm happy to talk because I find myself like feeling that way sometimes. I have to go back to work actually tomorrow, which is Monday today. Not tomorrow. Today is Saturday. I'm recording this on Saturday. Uh, this podcast comes out on Tuesday. I will have gone back to work on Monday because I don't have a classroom, I have to be there in order to help support teachers with the online learning. The good news is, is that that is a strength of mine. Like I got my master's in 2011 in education, media design and technology. And I love, um, I used Schoology in 2012, all the way till 2016, when I left the classroom and I with my second graders, and I had the best time in incorporating technology into my teaching to make a meaningful make it meaningful for students. It wasn't just programs. I feel like we've gone so far backwards in schools, I could co totally get on a different soapbox. But um, so I like love the idea of 
integrating and, you know, creating a digital collaborative community. So I, I, I'm, I think that'll be, it's so much more fun than dealing with discipline day after day. I will really miss my kids. Like I'm going to set up a group inside of Schoology and hope that they, they meet, they come and meet me for some office time and we can chat because I miss them a lot. Like I have groups that, of kids that I go see regularly every single day. And so it's it feels weird not to see them. And I wonder how they're doing. So I'm going to do that. But, um, but I still have to be at a building. And yeah. So say some prayers for me. All right. Well, I'm saying some prayers for you. And if you were trying to be a little distracted and you are going to keep learning during this time, because that's something that we can definitely do is continue to learn while we have, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of time, uh, they are, their spring fling is still going on. It will be wrapping up soon. Actually, it'll be wrapping up tomorrow. When this podcast comes out, it'll be wrapping out up tomorrow. And so make sure you go check that out because there's some really great sessions in there. And I was really excited about doing my session, which was seven reasons why teacherpreneurs should add podcasting to their content marketing strategy. And honestly, to tell you the truth, like I'm so thankful for this podcast right now because it gives me a chance to speak to people that I know that, that I actually know and that I know understand how it feels. So I'm, I'm thankful for this at this time. So if you are considering podcasting at all, then definitely check out that session. And I, and I am offering a discount on my podcasting Academy for teacherpreneurs. I'm offering that discount for until probably April. I was thinking April 1st, but I might extend it a little bit. I might extend it to like April 15th. Um, so anyway, so it's something to consider and I'm not going to feel ashamed about it because if you want a podcast, then I can take you step by step through it. And if you don't, that's okay too. Then you continue on your way. All right. Well, I am hoping that everyone stays healthy and safe and I will see you soon. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand or on my website, Trina Debery, Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.